Hey there, I'm Beth. Hey, and I'm Carolyn. If you didn't know already, we're both huge Outlander fans. Yes, we are. Plus, we're both from North, North Carolina. Carolina. We'll be discussing all things Outlander, you know, like the books and the show, plus talking a little bit about the history of our state as it relates to Diana's wonderful story. We really do hope you enjoy listening and participating in our obsessive conversations. As we say in North Carolina, we're fixing to have a lot of fun <laughs> laughing together. <laughs> right, Beth? That's exactly right, Carolyn. Thank you all so much for spending your time with us this week. Yes. Now let's buzz on over to our weekly podcast. Excerpts, quotes, and characters discussed from the Outlander series of books are the genius of, owned, and copyrighted by Diana Gobbledome. All quotes, characters, and storyline discussed from the Outlander series on stars are the property of stars and Sony. Therefore, it is not the intent of this podcast to infringe upon the genius, copyright, or ownership of Diana, stars, or Sony. All opinions, thoughts, Mindless ramblings and the like expressed on the podcast are very much our own, which should probably scare you, but we hope you'll hang around anyway. Hey, everybody. I'm just so glad to have you all this week on Outlander Buzz for this very special episode, the season finale, um, uh, Never My Love. Um, it was, um, I've been, I don't know about all of you. Um, but I've been singing it in my head all week. How about you, Carolyn? <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. So definitely. So it's, 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 it sticks with you for sure. It does. It does. And it's, you know, I had forgotten all about that song mm -hmm. and, um, when it, you know, when it came on, I was reminded about it and how much I loved it. I mean, it was what 60, I think it was 67. Uh, that that song came out. Um, so I would have been, I'm not going to tell you how old I was. <laughs> <laughs> you know how old I was, but everybody else doesn't. So we'll just keep that a secret. But um, it was just um, brought back a lot of memories from my very, very, very early babyhood. <laughs> But anyway, um, I want to get your first impression of this episode. Wow. I know. That's mine, too. If it had to sum it up in one word, it would be wow. Yeah. And um, just to let everybody know, we're going to kind of go outside of the format tonight because there's just so much to talk about. Yeah. Um, and we're just going to talk about the episode in general and um, kind of go through things and um, I'll be honest, I've watched it twice today. I watched it, um, Sunday morning after it had first come out. And then I was, didn't, wasn't able to watch it anymore until today. And I watched it twice and it really, that, that was like the most powerful episode of TV I think I've ever seen. Honestly. Mm -hmm. And Katrina Balfe. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Her job, she did a wonderful 
acting job. She did. She did. And, you know, the, it was one of those episodes, you know, it was hard to watch, but also it was one of those that as soon as it was finished, I could have watched it again. I immediately. Know. Immediately. Yeah. Because it was, it was haunting, De- haunting in yeah. a way. And deep. And deep. And, and I, there was just so much there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just so much there. Right. So I thought we'd just start out tonight by just kind of walking through the episode and talking about the different things and the way that they presented um, Claire's um, disassociation uh-huh. during, during the rape, um, how she disassociated herself and right. went to this, to this other place, to this safer place. Yeah. And how creative that was. Yes. And the, the things that they pulled into that. Yeah. Uh, from all, kind of from all the seasons. Yeah. Um, so let's just start at the beginning. And I'll just say at the beginning, did you notice the drums? And, and did you notice that there wasn't that this um, previously that Katrina usually says, mm-hmm. but the, but the, preview that but the scenes from the last episode were just kind of blips mm-hmm. and it was you could hear the drum beats mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and it, it, mm-hmm. yeah 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 so yeah um I thought that was really cool there wasn't that kind of introduction that we got it just kind of started yeah with like these little blips from what had happened what was leading up to this this time in right. this episode almost like a prelude to let you know this was this going to be dramatic exactly it's going to be different right we were we were in for something that no other outlander episode had had done yeah yeah and you know it was different to me in a good way you know unlike we we discussed the episode with rogers hanging and when they rescued him that was different but not as much in a good way as this one was. Mm-mm, no. And I mean, there were, obviously it was a terrible thing, yeah. thing that happened to Claire, but the way that they did it was just the way that they were able to pull that off without right. really showing the, the, the terrible violence that would have but but showing how violent it was for her and the trauma she went through by the disassociation scenes. Yeah, yeah. And, and one thing I found out from um, one of the little Easter, you know, we have these Easter eggs in this episode, a lot of them that were there for us to kind of pick out and find. But one of them was actually the, the song, Never My Love, was sung by the association and this was kind of a disassociation for Claire. Mm, yeah. So that was one right there. Yeah. And I'm thinking, how do these people come up I with this know. stuff? You know, I know. That's true. That's how true. How did they find that, that particular song? And, and it had, you know, the artists were the association and, and that kind of thing. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. Um, the other thing was, for me, I don't... What did you think when it first came on? When you saw the hand on the on the 
record. Record. Uh-huh. Yeah. Putting the needle on the record. What was your first thought? Who did you think it was? Where did you think we were? Well, I thought it was Claire because it didn't take long for me to notice the two rings on her fingers. Uh, okay. See, I, I didn't take note of that. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, you just knew right off the bat, as soon as they started showing that scenery, yeah. you know, okay, what's going on here? and Where are we going? Well, and yeah, and my first thought was, okay, this is Brianna. She's there in the... 1960s mm. that was my first thought because that's where we were left uh-huh. last week yeah and that was my thought is okay that's that's Brianna yeah and I, and I was so hoping it wasn't Brianna uh, and it wasn't yeah it was, yeah but it was Claire yeah and then I was like you know it took me a minute to you know what's going on here because right. they didn't immediately start off with her being you know, in custody of these terrible men. They didn't start off with that. So right. you're wondering what, in fact, my husband said, can you stop it right here? Because he said, he said, I'm not really sure what's going on. I said, I think what this is, Steve, is that she's gone to another place. I said, I, I know what's happening. And I think she's thinking about something else right, right. now. Right. Um, so, right. So, you know, it starts off, I mean, she, after she does the record, she sits on the couch. Yes. And she's looking at a painting. Yes. And what did you see in that? Well, I saw the big house. Did you see also the cat, the small cabin, it's kind of imposed. I did not. Yeah. Yeah, If you go back and you look at it, you can see the, the first cabin kind of, um, impo- superimposed at the front, yeah, and then the bigger house is behind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and did you notice that she had on a red dress? I did, and nails and shoes. Yes. Now her shoes were red as well. Yep, right? and her fingernails. Right, and yeah. that brought us back to, you know, when she was had the red dress in in season two you know, at Louis the Fourteenth court, you know, when, when they went to Versailles that night for the, the big, you know, ball or whatever. Yeah. And she had the dress, red dress on. That's true. Also, I, you know, looked it up uh-huh. because I was curious as to whether, you know, that was symbolizing anything. I came across an article that said in dreams, it symbolizes compliance or subordination that is negative or dangerous, a sense of powerlessness or service to others based on dishonest motives. Hmm. You, might, you might also feel that a lack of power you have is totally unfair or unpleasant. How about that? So it, I was thinking that the red dress for her like from season two represented her strength as a woman and it could have it but could then, have but then that definition for the dreams is completely different yeah it's i mean more so you don't support. know right yeah yeah you don't i mean it could be either one right you know that that could be a happy memory for her yeah or it could be that she is feeling dangerous and powerlessness right. you know in that situation and it right. kind of came through in the dream well that's a right good, I, I had not sure right yeah yeah hey okay and then you know we go along and um you see jamie come in 
Yes. And he's still kind of dressed like as 18th century, like he does in 18th century. Yeah. Um, I think there were maybe a few updates made to his to the pants that he had on but he had on a shirt no ruffles did you notice no ruffles on the sleeves and the leather jacket yeah short so it wasn't like the one he's wearing the longer one that's uh-huh. right it was more updated right uh-huh. Uh-huh. yeah yeah and um then of course the plaid that he wraps around her yes and where did that take you to well right when they first met exactly yeah and- yeah, on, when she's on the horse. Yeah, and 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 um, he tells her, and he, ta- you know, your teeth are are cha- uh, your teeth. Yeah. You're shaking so hard, you're making my teeth rattle. Yeah, you know, and it's like she went to this place, even though that time for her was really scary. That was where she met Jamie, and that was mm-hmm. her safe place. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and he was shield protecting her with hit that plaid yeah. you know yeah yeah you know, it was just <sighs> oh so great it was um now let me ask you this what do you think um the leaky ceiling did you notice the leaky ceiling oh yeah I did um and I I thought in watching it over that when she you know was tied to the tree that it was raining a little bit but I'm not sure if it was or not um yeah I know it, it looked like it kind of might have been, but, yeah. I, but I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, um, I don't know if that was the the reality leaking through for her, uh-huh, you know? Uh-huh. uh-huh. Um, yeah. Yeah. Good point. Like, you know, the facade was cracking a little bit. Right. Yeah. And did you, and you noticed outside the window when Jamie had his the kilt wrapped around her that it was raining, which is uh-huh. exactly the way it was that first night yeah. that they met. You know, they were drenched and yeah. he was trying to, to cover her up. And, and warm her. Yes, yes. The <sighs> other thing that I noticed when they first started down the hallway, did you notice her microscope on, the, on the test? Her microscope was on the chest on the right-hand side as you were going down that hallway. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you go back and you watch and you see these things. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I did notice that. And I thought, well, you know, she's, this is all, she's bringing all these things back. She had just recently been talking to Jamie about the microscope and he was mm-hmm. looking at it, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, <laughs> those, yeah, those yeah. Wee, the wee beasties in there. <laughs> But, um, yeah, um, how about, um, Donner? What did you think about Donner? The one who asked her about Ring of Star. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That was, um, interesting. And I think pretty true to the books at that point, I don't, I, you know, this was one of those episodes I did not go back and look at the book. And I, didn't I did either. not want to jade my opinion of this episode yeah. at all because yeah. it was so wonderful. And I, wonderful, I, yeah. and I, you know, you know what yeah. I'm saying. I mean, I did notice, you know, he asked her um, about Ringo's star. Yes. And then one of the times when she was back. Uh-huh at the dinner table when everybody else was there and they're all joking about 
um, trying to come up with baby names. Right. You know, that um, Jocasta said, well, what if it's a wee girl? Jocasta is a lovely name. Yeah. Um, but then uh, Marsley said we were thinking of something a bit more, more hip, hip, like Ringo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. <laughs> now, I, and was... I did love seeing all of them in their modern day attire. I know. I did too. I thought Marsley, she yes. is perfect to be a 1960s kind of hippie <laughs> hip chick, right? Yeah, and, and Fergus with his long hair. I know. Yeah. I mean, it was great. And um, and just to kind of see, you know, Duncan and Jocasta, like, happy together. I know. And did you notice she was not blind? yeah she wasn't blind and when I was going back and watching and I was stopping it Murtaugh had on a wedding ring Mm. I couldn't get to his fingers because his (laughs) face just looks so good (laughs) he looked great in that costume I I read that he wanted to take that home he loved it so much So, he was very handsome. He was very he much was. so. He was. He was. Um, the uh, one of the other things that I noticed, um, and some of these I kind of got tipped to by looking at some of the articles on Facebook. But I thought for this ep- episode, it was really worth to kind of cheat a little bit. But um, uh, the bunny, the bunny rabbit, right? Well, I mean, I noticed that right off, but that was also flipping back to the beginning of episode three, I mean, season three. Was it season three or season four when Jamie's laying there uh on Culloden? That's true. On the battlefield and Uh uh, the bunny's there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that was kind of his symbol of Claire. Claire. Yeah. And I think. That brought him back. Right. That's kind of Claire. That was her symbol. Jamie. That was her symbol for Jamie. Yeah. Went there. Yeah. So. um, Yeah. Because the first time they showed it, the the rabbit was on the orange shag carpet. Yeah. Yeah. You know. And then it was in the woods. I know. That's right. It was. And I was like, what is that bunny sitting on to begin with? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But. Yeah, and then it all it clicked. I was like, there's the bunny. There's a the little bunny rabbit. Yeah. Um, did you notice, getting back to Donner, when he talked about the man on the moon? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Instead of the man in the moon? Uh-huh. And I think that's when she started uh-huh. maybe perking up a little bit to, you know. Who is this person? Who is this person? Yeah. 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 That was before, of course, he had asked her about Ringo Starr. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Another thing that I didn't notice, but I read, is that Ian had a, um, the, the, in his uniform, which he looked so dashing in. Yes. um, The metal, the metal braid was actually made out of wampum beads, uh-huh. like the Native Americans would have oh, made. Okay, and there was also a mohawk uh, patch oh. on his shoulder. Cool, cool. So all of the little things that they wove into this, and yeah. another, uh, and, and and let's not forget the orange, because we remember the orange from um, when Claire kind of gave herself to King Louis, right? To save Jamie to get him out of prison after 
Well, see, and I have forgotten that. Yeah. And when the orange, you know, the orange came in at the very beginning of the episode, but then after she was rescued, Uh the only time she went back to that place was with Lionel on the table. That's right. And the orange. That's right. And so I did also kind of wonder about that, like the red dress, um, you know, and was wondering if it had something because she picked up that knife and, you know, so I read that, um, at, at one point, um, like law, uh, medical students, uh-huh. um, would practice like to drain, um, fluid with a needle. They uh-huh. would, would practice with oranges. Huh. Um, and that they made, um, a good model for practicing different techniques. Um, you know, so, um, since she was going over to him with that knife to work on him, I was like, well, is that when she kind of remembered the orange, you know, as far as cutting into that and, you know, med school, so to speak. And now she's cutting into him. I don't know. And it could have been a dual meaning there because I didn't realize that. Right. The oranges. But yeah. From, from, I mean, it, I, it jumped out at me immediately because I remembered the orange when she, you know, King Louis had offered it to her and she left it sitting on the table. And after he was done with her, you know, mm. after she, you know, she went and she picked up that orange and walked out and it was mm-hmm. like a symbol of strength mm-hmm. in a way. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Um, it yeah. was like she was taking control again with that orange. Mm-hmm. And she wasn't going to let this guy defeat her. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, that's kind of what I, but I, you know, yeah. that's a dual, yeah. that, you know, from what you've read, there's a dual me- meaning there. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you never know. It's just something I thought of because I thought it was odd that it would come to her mind at that point. Yeah. When she's back home and she's back right. safe again, even yeah. though she's in the room with him. Yeah. You know, um, at contemplating, um, cutting him with a knife yeah I know. you know so I thought hmm wonder if that means anything else <laughs> yeah well that's a, and that's a good point because I didn't know that yeah I mean it's just so much gosh there's in so this much episode. there is so much yeah um did you notice that Lionel Brown was sitting at the table oh yeah okay okay because yeah. I didn't catch that on the first go around. Oh, yeah. I and then the other time when he comes through, when they're, her and Jamie are looking outside the window and yes. he walks up. Yeah, he's standing there. I didn't see that on the first go around either. It was like there yeah. he was his kind of, you could see him outside of the window there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I did. When Yeah. I noticed so. both of those. It's like, you know, he, he had to be there to interfere with, with her. With her happy memories right right you know with wherever place she went to uh-huh. he was still lingering around right yeah he was that's yeah. right and I uh, thought it was interesting she went to Thanksgiving I know you know because I mean that is such a happy thankful you know maybe she's thinking of how thankful she is for her family right and it is a time for families and mm-hmm. for getting together mm-hmm. and happy times and happy yeah. memories. Yeah. And it is, yeah, it, it seems like it would be, if I had to go somewhere, 
Right. Probably that would be a place I would go to. Yeah. And, you know, as much as, uh, I mean, a a lot of people love Christmas. You and I both love Christmas. But it's also, too, Thanksgiving kicks off the holiday season. It does. Yeah. All the happy times. Yes. Yes. Because I'm watching It's a Wonderful Life, Thanksgiving night or whatever, you know. Exactly. And And the Christmas music starts soon after. Eggnog comes soon after. (laughs) Pumpkin spice latte's already been here for months. <laughs> Eggnog with fireball cinnamon whiskey. Oh in my it. gosh, it's really good. Sounds, I know. Let's get some now. <laughs> oh, eggnog's out, not out yet, is it? No. Hey, right now that might be something that can make us all happy. We should try to petition somebody. <laughs> I know we need Christmas a little. We need a little Christmas. Yes. Right. <laughs> I think we do. I think so. In these times, so. Um, there were a couple of things during her her this is her dreamscape kind of thing. Murta, I don't know. I didn't catch this the first time, but he said this is like Preston Pans all over again. Referring- I did not. I didn't hear that. Okay, because I didn't catch it the first time. Of course. I don't catch much the first time. I think I've told you before is because my husband's yeah. sitting here. So I don't catch a lot. So I have to watch it. And it was actually on the third time that I watched this that I caught that statement. And that was because I had the closed captioning on when it came up. Now, let me say, I've seen it twice and I had the closed caption on both times. And you didn't see it. I didn't see it. (laughs) But, you know, it might have been, I don't know if it's one of those times when so much is going Going on. on. And I'm looking at the characters and what they're wearing and how they look. Yeah. And then we had the little dragonfly toy. Yes. Which goes right back to season yeah. one and two, you know. Yeah, and I they thought, she she goes to that several times. Yes, she does. And that was a happy place for her. Right. Know? I right. mean, it was happy and not happy, but, I mean, it was a thing that brought her. I mean, you know, that was a wedding gift for her and J- Jamie. And then it's kind of what brought her, in a way, back to Jamie when she mm-hmm. saw that in the museum, you yeah. know, that dragonfly in the amber. Yeah. Um, I, I had, um, did you notice, well, before we move on, we were talking about Lionel Brown a while ago, and um, did you notice who was with him at the door? I did. Was it Hodgepodge? It was. Yeah. And I had to go back and rewind that, because the first time, honestly, I didn't even realize it was Lionel Brown. Okay. I, I saw that it was Lionel, but I had no idea who the other person was. Yeah. I called it was Lionel on the second go round, and then I was like, on the third go round, I was like, well, who's with him? Mm-hmm. And it was a Hodgepile. Mm-hmm. It was. Mm-hmm. Well, so, I'll tell you, the only way I knew it is I paused, uh-huh. and on Amazon Prime, it'll show the <laughs> actors. <laughs> I know, and that's a good thing, right? I love that. That X ray thing. It's like, yeah. who is that? <laughs> Yeah, and and Lionel did a great job of just being oh, despicable. I mean, I just oh, just terrible. And I did read that Katrina said that it was a really hard episode to film. I bet, and she felt really sorry for the male actors that were there because they were having to step inside of these. Yeah. Characters that were just so horrendous. Yeah. And that they really, 
obviously super nice guys, you know, but yeah. having to play such an evil role. Mm-hmm. And Lionel was just, mm-hmm. I mean, his, his opinion of women altogether. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, he was out for Claire because she had, you know, recommended that women not sleep with their husbands on certain days of the week, you know, right. of the right. month. Yeah. Um, and he and, wanted to, by raping her, right? he wanted to demean her, her as much as he could. He did. He wanted to bring her down and let her know who he thought he was. Of course, we can all yay and say, mm. go Marsley for what mm-hmm. she did to Yes. Him. And he asked for it. Oh, my God. Gosh, so stupid. <laughs> I mean, that that was like, yes, mm-hmm. she, you know, it was wonderful. I mean, what she did, I mean, mm-hmm. I, and, and, and she couldn't take it anymore. She wasn't bound by Claire's oath. That's right. And she didn't have to take that mess That's anymore. Right. And it's like she told Jamie, she said, I was just um, like dirt under his boot uh-huh. or something like That's that. That's right. I was a mere, right. just a mere woman, you know. Yep. And she told him that I'm not going to see you do anybody else in my family like you uh-huh. have. That's right. And, you know, going back to when they were abducted, which I know was at the end of the previous episode. Uh-huh. But when they hit her and she just fell Gosh. flat out on that floor. I mean, how in the world? Did you see? I mean, I, I watched did. that several times. <laughs> and was that a dummy? That had to have been. Because, because yeah. Anybody hitting the floor that hard. Yeah. That had to have been, but they did so good to make it look like that she just got knocked out cold. I know, because there was no, she didn't catch herself with her hands or anything. It was no. just. Right, I mean, right. So I, I'd love, to, I haven't seen anything about how they pulled that mm-hmm, off, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it was so realistic. It was good. It was good. Um, the car accident, Roger and Bree. Did you think about. Claire's parents. I did. Okay. And were Roger's parents also killed in a car accident? No. Supposedly, I could not remember. His mom was killed in like an air raid in in England, in, in Scotland or somewhere. And his father was a pilot. Yeah, and I knew he, I knew that, but did, was he? Told? He got lost. He got lo- he was right. Mi- wasn't he lost, uh, missing in action, pretty much? Yeah, and, and I'm, I'm I'm getting it mixed up with something else because I'm remembering somebody being told their parents were killed in a car accident, and then finding out later that that was not true. So right. I'm probably thinking of Harry Potter because um, <laughs> you, right. you might be you Harry Potter fan. <laughs> Get my keep, fantasies keep mixed your, up. Yeah, get, get your get your <laughs> novels straight, Carolyn. <laughs> But I did think about Claire and her yeah, parents. Yeah, her parents. I uh-huh. did too. And I thought, okay, I, I'm not even going to go to where I was thinking because it goes towards the last season, the last episode, the final of the book. Uh-huh. And I'm thinking, I don't know. I'm not going there because it's well, stupid. Well, um, then I was also wondering in, in the back of her mind, was she concerned about whether or not they all got back I know. safely I think through that the stones? Was, I think that was probably the intent of that, that showing, you know, them yeah. saying that. Yeah. And now that we're on that, 
how relieved were you? I know. Did you yell out loud? <laughs> no, because my husband was asleep. Well, <laughs> Steve was sitting beside of me, and I just, I just, when they saw Ian, I was like, yes! <laughs> I was just clenching my fist, yes! They didn't go anywhere. <laughs> and, you know, I think um, some of us, you know, kind of had that opinion that, yeah. you know, yeah that's where they might end up because their heart didn't really seem to be into Uh -uh. Uh -uh. leaving. And I think that really came out in their talking about, they were both thinking about home. Mm -hmm. And I think Fraser's Ridge really became home for them. Yeah. And so even though they were thinking about home, it brought them right back to where they started out. Yeah. Yeah. Home was Fraser's Ridge. So, right. Uh, But I was thrilled to see that. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) yeah I was too that was so good um Roger I thought Roger telling Jamie he was going with him Mm -hmm. to find Claire Mm -hmm. was so good it was referring back to when Jamie called him out what a change in Roger we've seen right yeah definitely Roger was so timid um at that first, you know, when they had all the clans together and the cross was there and Jamie called him out and Roger was kind of like, no, you're not talking about me, are you? <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, in this episode, he reminded Jamie, you know, you mm-hmm. called me, you know, mm-hmm. you called me your son, son of your son of your house or I can't remember exactly the, the phrase, but um, that was just. Um, I thought that was really the Rogers character has really evolved a lot yeah. in, the, in this season. I found that he said, you called me at the fire, uh-huh. St- stand by my side, son of my house. Did you mean that? Right. Jamie, Jamie said, said, you can, I did. Yeah. I think that's what he said. Yeah. And then uh, Roger said, there are times for men of peace and a time for men of blood. I will stand by you. Yeah, that was great. Mm-hmm. It was. And it that's, was good. That's the that's the final bonding right there, Jamie and Roger. I mean, it's you know, there's been this kind of friction, but I think this is the full. You know, we're on board with each other now at this point. So, yeah, yeah. So that good. was good. That so was good. good. Um, I loved Ian doing his war paint mm-hmm. with the drums <laughs> in the background. With the drums, that's right. Yeah, um, I thought that was good, and his his war paint was red um, too. Yeah, but, um, yeah, that that was really I like that. And, you know, I, I mentioned on an earlier podcast that I kind of wondered where Ian's for you know he, he wasn't very ferocious in one of the episodes, but he was very ferocious in this one. Definitely, uh, when they went up to to and found everybody, and Ian was like. Wow. I'm like, wow. He was Mm -hmm. hitting and punching and kicking and slashing. And, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. I'm like, there's Ian. There's the Mohawk right right there. That's right. It was very good. Yeah. That's what we were waiting on. Yep. That's right. Um, um, What did you think about the scene with uh, Roger and Brianna? Once Roger gets is back at the cabin and Brianna comes in, tell me what you thought. I thought it was one of the best at showing their love for each other. They seem totally comfortable with each other. Um, You know, he, um, she was his confidant. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I just thought it was great. I thought it was too. I think that was, 
the best I've seen them together. Yeah, yeah. Like you really felt their love for each other exactly. was genuine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, the, Claire wouldn't talk with her, but uh-uh. he was pretty much like, I need you. Right. Blow right. out the candle and right. let me confess let me, my sins to that's you. Right. So, let me, you know? Yeah. Let me tell you what, what's ha- what happened. It was me. great. Yeah. Yeah. And then blowing out the candle and he said, I killed a man. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That yeah. was a great, uh, you know, this, this episode was just beyond if if any episode could ever be nominated for anything, it should be this one. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I was wondering when I was wondering when Jamie was going to say the line "kill them all" yes. and how that was going to play out, and um, I, I love that. Uh, <sighs> you know, it, that just is one of those things from the book that just sticks in your brain. Uh, reading the books and him t- telling. You know, saying that, kill them mm-hmm. all, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. It, and he did a good job, you know, because it's like, how do you say that? You know what I'm saying? Without it sounding artificial or anything. But let me tell you, he said it and he, he meant, meant it. it. He did. Oh, and I his, got chills. I know. I know. It was great. And his, I mean, his, the look on his face. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I mean, it uh-huh. was just, and when he saw Claire to begin with, I know, and I know. he he knew immediately. He yeah. knew, yeah. and you know, and his he, love for her just mm-hmm. he couldn't abide them being alive. No, he was going to kill on her behalf. Yeah, she, you know, she couldn't do it. Yeah, and you know how truly traumatized she was oh, because she believed in saving lives. That's right, but. She could care less. That's I right. I mean, except for, yes, do it. That's right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, she was, she was glad to, mm-hmm. when she said it, she mm-hmm. was glad that they were mm-hmm. dead. Yeah. And Jamie taking her, uh, picking her up and taking her over there so mm-hmm. that she could see yeah. they're not going to hurt you anymore. Yeah. Gone. Yeah. I tell you though, I did feel sorry for Tevi. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> He's like, you remember me now. I'm, I'm nice to you. You remember me. Don't yeah, curse me. That's right. And but, you know, but, but um, well, I'm. They didn't show easy. much. Te- they didn't show Tebby anymore after that, did they? No, but I was figured he's laying on that what? ground. He <laughs> <laughs> might have been. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I know? think that the, the I, I think only one got away. Well, it was just. Donner. Yeah. Donner's the only one who got away. Yeah. Unless, you know, they surprise us with Teddy later, but I do kind of I feel bad for him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, although, like she told Jamie about Donner, he didn't hurt her, but he didn't help, help her either. That's right. Teddy sort of was going to try to help her at one point, but then didn't. That's right. So. Yeah. And he was stopped. Hodgepile stopped him. He was going to take her across the river mm-hmm. and let her go. Mm-hmm. And uh, Hodgepile stopped him from doing that. Mm-hmm. And I believe that's the last time I remember seeing Tebby. Me too. I guess I'll have to go back and look at it one more time. Oh, dear me. Yeah. Uh, what, a, what, a, what a terrible thing. I have to go back and watch that episode again. But um, no, not really. But I don't remember seeing him anymore. Me either. That. We'd have now to. Now that I think about it. Maybe that. pause it, you know, yeah, at, at the park. Yeah. 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 Hmm. 
All right. Um, um, let's see. We've already talked about Marsley and, and her part and the, Claire picking up the knife and all that, all of that, which we thought was, was great. Um, I mean, the whole episode was great, honestly. Claire's breakdown in the hallway. Uh-huh. I wanted so bad for Jamie to come I up. I did, too. I was like, please, Jamie, come and mm-hmm. help her. Bless come her scoop heart. her up again. I know. And just, you know, hold her. Yeah. But it just kind of, it really showed the trauma of what she had been through and what she was trying to deal with there. Yeah. And she probably would not have let Jamie see that. No, she wouldn't have because mm-hmm. I, I do remember from the books and I, D- Diana posted some daily lines um, of what actually happened in the books. Mm-hmm. And I said I wasn't going to refer to the books in this episode, but it was, a, if things were you know, she was a little bit, uh, naturally, didn't want Jamie too close. And you know what I'm saying? Right. To be, to begin with. Yeah. Um, they had to kind of come to an agreement, mm-hmm. really, you mm-hmm. know, um, for things to turn out like they did. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, the water hemlock root. Mm-hmm. was what Marsley used to kill Brown. And that's the thing that um, Claire thought he, uh, Roger uh-huh. had taken had taken when him and Ian went out. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, I wanted to mention to you, too, this is going back to one of her, her, her dreamscapes, the vase. You know, the vase. Well, I didn't remember what that was. Remember at the very beginning in the first episode, she's looking at the vase in the store window. Yes. And she says she, she has, you know, she has this line. That's right. I can't remember what it is now, but you know, sometimes she wishes she had bought that vase and things might would have been different, but she wouldn't change a thing. Do you remember that? I do. Yeah. Yeah. And I couldn't remember for the life of me. I like, I said something about that vase and I just can't remember what it is. Yeah. 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 Now we know. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) When I saw it, I was like, is that the vase from the window in the first episode? And it was. Yeah, yeah. And something about, oh, man, um, like not even remembering how things used to be or something. Yeah, and she went, yeah. 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 She had always wanted um, a home uh-huh. uh, where she uh-huh. could put things like that. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. She, she, yeah, I can't remember <laughs> word for word what it was in the first season. Yeah. But she, yeah. the ending of it was she wouldn't change a thing. She wouldn't mm-hmm. buy the vase. She wouldn't change a thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, what haven't we covered already? Um, oh, when Jamie took Lionel, his body, back mm-hmm. to Brownsville. Mm-hmm. That was good. That was good. And, and, you know, you started out thinking Richard was, was going to be very... Um, Forgiving, not forgiving, not that he needed to be forgiving because Jamie did exactly what he needed to do, but almost understanding because yeah, he knew his exa- brother was right. not a good person. Yes. But, yeah. But then he left mm-hmm. him with that and I'll do what I need to do when the time comes. Mm-hmm. 
And Jamie, the look on Jamie's face oh. was like, I'm going to kill you. I dare you. <laughs> Bring it on. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, I think the only thing that we really haven't talked about is the ending. And when Jamie and Claire are standing out on the porch and um, the line that everybody loves from mm-hmm. the books, mm-hmm. he says to her, mm-hmm. it was the, it was, I was reading that book um, and it's like, I think it's like the last line or something in uh, the fiery cross. I can't remember. But anyway, I bawled, I boohooed, and Steve was standing there looking at me like, what is going on with you? <laughs> and I said, this book right here, it says the most wonderful things. <laughs> I know, that was I so mean, good. That, that line, I mean, yeah. it's just, you know... When the time comes, if I'm not, you've probably got it there. Have you got it? Have you got it written? I did not. I figured you would because I know it was your favorite line. <laughs> it is my favorite line out of all the books. Um, yeah. yeah. When the day shall come that we do part, if my last words are not, I love you, you'll ken it was because I did not have time. Yeah. And that just, that even, I mean, my Steve is sitting over here. And that hit him like a ton of bricks when he mm-hmm. said that, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. it, it even got to him. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, it was very good. Um, and, and something else I kind of like that stuck out with me on the porch was when Claire said, let's just enjoy this ordinary day. Yeah. I know. You know, for years, years ago, I read a book um, and you know, somebody said something about it being just another day in paradise. Well, we say that uh, sarcastically a lot of times if you're having a bad day. But if you really think about it, to have a normal, good day with no tragedies, no telephone calls, no accident, you know, just a normal, regular, ordinary, good day Mm -hmm. is another day in paradise. It is. And we don't appreciate it. Yeah. But even now with everything going on, how much would we give, you know, to have just another ordinary Ordinary day? day. Just a normal, ordinary day. And that's what she was standing there appreciating so much Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. everybody was going about their their duties and jobs and chores and that kids kind of playing. Yeah. Yeah. And she, you know, she really appreciated, right. Appreciated it. You know, yeah. I, I, I kind of refer to myself a little bit because it's kind of an analogy in a way. Uh, when I had breast cancer, um, I was going through chemo and I was so sick. And I remember once chemo was done, and I started feeling better. I remembered how wonderful good health is. Mm-hmm. It really made me appreciate just feeling normal, mm-hmm. just feeling, you know, yeah. to not, you know, it, yeah. it really, you know, when you go through things like that, like Claire mm-hmm. did, it really makes you think about just 
the ordinary things are so wonderful right. that, that we take for granted every day. That's you right. Know? That's right. We think we've got to have this big excitement all the time. You, you've heard me whine enough to know. <laughs> <laughs> well, me too. I think everybody's doing their share of whining right now, you know, but know. you know, especially know. with everything going on, it just, it, it was even more meaningful. I think it was, it was. Yeah. And then the storm clouds coming mm-hmm. up and it's kind of a, you know, premonition Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a storm coming, the war's mm-hmm. coming, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. we're just going to, and Claire said, we're going to face it the best that we can. That's right. Know? Well, I loved the ending. The ending was absolutely amazing. <sighs> that ending with him holding her in the bed mm-hmm. and she was the, the line. She was safe. She felt safe. Yes. And just and, did, wasn't that what came to your mind? I mean, when he said, how do you feel? That was, that was exactly, exactly. I was, I was getting ready to speak it for her. Yes. And, um, I did and, in my mind. I mean, yeah, you know, I did too. And it, then she said it. Right. And because it was, the whole time she was going back. That's right. During her ordeal, she was going back to safety. That's right. And there she was with him, finally, uh-huh. in reality. Yeah. Yeah. And he was holding her there. Mm-hmm. You know, the two of them. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just the two of us now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like he had told her when they first got married. You know, and it was just the two of them. And she felt completely, utterly safe. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then, the, you know, the storm is, the rain's falling. And then <sighs> that... A sky boat song, the Outlander oh, theme song, I acapella. I I'm like, I was like oh, weeping just about. No, it was so good. It was so that, good. That was amazing. That, it was. It was just great. Yeah, yeah, it was. I, I had put. I, I love that with the rain and the thunder. Yes, and that and just, acapella at the yes. end. Oh. I can't wait to get that soundtrack i know me either with that on there in fact the all the music throughout this episode was so good it, it there was a lot of music pulled from other seasons mm-hmm. a lot of the jamie and claire music the mm-hmm. um the going through the stones music when when um brianna and roger were there mm-hmm. bear mccrary he feels this story i mean it, you know he does this music so well yeah and yeah. um it was just an amazing ending. And I cannot believe that we are in Droughtlander I again. Know. I for, know. For who knows how long. I know. Um, we will be in it because, you know, with everything that's going on in the world, who knows when they'll be able to start any filming. Um, and then once you get things filmed, then there's all the production and getting it ready yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So, Yeah. But we will revel in um, what we have so far. Uh-huh. I think a lot of my worries about where the show was headed have kind of been alleviated for a time, mm-hmm. at least. Mm-hmm. Um, especially with Roger and Brianna coming back. Mm-hmm. I was afraid they were going to try to speed up the storyline. Um, so I think we've got... Feeling um, a little bit better, better about, about the future of where the show's going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good. And, Good. and then, you know, this, ep- you know, the episode with Jamie and Claire, it was just, 
amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It just left you with mm-hmm. this wonderful I know. feeling. Yeah. Well, did you have any other lines that kind of stood out to you? Any more things that were said? I mean, there were a lot of good things. Um, the one I had one quote, this is when Jamie was kind of doing his monologue from the show itself. And, and this is in the book too, but there's not all of, he didn't say all of this in the episode. It's when he said, I have lived through war and lost much. I know what's worth the fight and what is not honor and courage are matters of the bone and what a man will kill for. He will sometimes die for too. A man's life springs from his woman's bones and in her blood is his honor christened for the sake of love alone. Would I walk through fire again? Mm-hmm. I know that was so good. Yeah. So good. And I didn't do it justice when I just read it. Oh, <laughs> we can't sound like Jamie. <laughs> I know. Can anybody sound like Jamie? <laughs> Except Jamie. I oh, know. And it was just such, I mean, it was good timing because that was when he left. That's right. Richard, the, the, the Brant That's right. He was coming back. Yeah. Coming back home. Back home. Yeah. Yeah. How about you? Did you have any others? Well, I did. Um, of course, what you just read, I mean, that, that was really great. And then his line on the porch. Yes. Um, but also when they were back, when she was in her safe place, you know, when she was being attacked and going through everything, you know, he, he, they were all around the table and he was doing a toast. Mm-hmm. And he said, my heart was yours since I first saw you. You've held my soul in your two hands, kept it safe. Mm. <sighs> that was so good. <laughs> so, see, they, they were both safe. Yeah. Yeah. And they're both safe in each other's love. So, yeah. Uh, it gosh. was just a good season. It was. And it makes me so excited for the next one. And I know we've got a long haul, but I'm really excited about the next season. Yeah. I mean, the way this ended really has, you know, I'm, I'm so excited. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, and we're going to, you know, take some time and we um, are decide what we're going to do next. I know. I think get, we, yeah. I think I know maybe what I need to do is kind of uh, put a poll out on the Outlander North Carolina clan group. Mm-hmm. and see if people would like for us to, I know we'd like to do the books, start back with maybe going reading through the books, whether they want us to start with book one or do we want to start with book four where they wind up here in America or, you know, do, do we take a break? Do we do some other things first? I mm-hmm. mean, I don't know. Right. Would people like for us to go back to season one on the shows? And That's do right. All the episodes. That's right. Um, yeah, as opposed to the books. books. That's right. So, yeah. But kind maybe... of be a good refresher course. I mean, not that I don't watch the first season all the time anyway. <laughs> I mean, at any opportunity I'm bored, I'll go back and watch season one because it's just like the, yeah. the moment they meet, it's like the magic begins right there. Yeah. And it, you know. I know. It's just. I know. I know something you can't get out of your head. So I just mm-hmm. go back and watch it. And I know you've watched the wedding several times. I have. Oh to. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't want to watch the wedding? <laughs> but yeah, maybe put something out there. And yeah. We'll get people's opinions. Yeah. yeah. See what we will we'll want to continue on with now that we're done with season five. For yeah. Now. 
Sounds All right. good. It does sound good. Well, it's been a really fun season. Um, had a lot of fun talking about these episodes with you. You too. Um, yeah. <laughs> we've laughed a lot. <laughs> um, but and we hope everybody has enjoyed has it as much us. as we have. That's right. <laughs> laugh, That's right. I said laugh with us or laugh at us. At we, us. We don't care. We don't care. <laughs> We're just two Southern girls from North Carolina. That's right. <laughs> so uh, we really do appreciate everyone who listens and we appreciate your comments. Your, if you subscribe to our podcast, um, like our podcast, share it with other people. Um, if you're, if you're so bold as so bold as to do that, <laughs> we'd love for you to. But um, like we said, we're not taking a, we're not taking, we're not going to be on Droughtlander. We're going to keep right on with um, Outlander related things. We're just Mm going to decide what they are and Mm -hmm. move right on. That's right. That's right. So, hope to be back again again soon. Yeah, that's right. So, everybody take care and stay well, and we'll see you next time. Bye, everyone. guys enjoyed today's episode of Outlander Buzz and are as excited as we are as we continue through the stones together. Please join us again next Friday for our next episode. Until then, remember, for where all love is, the speaking is unnecessary. Mm-hmm.